Aries, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. My name is Michelle, welcome. And in this video, Aries, what I'm gonna go through is the major planetary transits and aspects that are impacting, or as they impact, your natal sun. Now, I don't know where your natal sun is located, but I'm gonna break Aries up into three groups um, by the decan. What is a decan? A decan is a group of 10 degrees. So if you are born between, or you know that your natal sun is between zero and 10 degrees Aries, you are decan one or Aries one. If you have been born or your natal sun is between 10 and 20 degrees Aries, you are decan two or Aries two. And if you your natal sun is between um, 20 and 29 degrees Aries, you are decan three or Aries three. And so now you know in and around what is going to be impacting your natal sun based on those placements. Please listen to the whole video because honestly, it's y'all. Y'all are telling me that honestly, <laughs> that you're telling me that in the comment section that, hey, Michelle, I'm relating to another deccan. It's, 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 you know, it's probably because it's right near your deccan or you're on the cusp, your son is on the cusp of it. So yeah, listen to the whole video because you never know what you're actually going to relate to. Um, but this is to drive it down and help you focus and make things as specific as I possibly can without personally seeing your chart. Um, I'm going to start very, very broad with the stuff that's important this week that's happening um, that, that'll affect everybody. And then we'll dig down into the stuff that's specifically or how it's specifically affecting Aries. And then we'll move on to the decans and all of those specifics. So let's begin, shall we? All right, Aries. Um, what is impacting the sort of the big aspects happening this week? We start off the week with a grand square is what I call it. It's sort of a box in the sky because the moon is going to be in direct opposition to Pluto. And so that forms a direct opposition. Um, and a cross, it, it, it forms a direct cross to the nodes because the moon, right now Pluto, is square to the north and south node. It is at zero degrees Aquarius, square to the north and south node, which are at four degrees. Uh, north node is in Taurus, south node is in is in Scorpio. So when the moon is transiting and moving through Cancer, when it gets to the very, very end of Cancer as it transits into Leo, it is going to be in direct opposition to the zero degree mark on um, the zero degree Pluto. And it'll also be square to those nodes. Why is this important? I usually don't bring a lot of attention I usually don't bring a lot of attention to where the moon is because it moves on really quickly. So usually when it comes to the moon, I only will bring it to everybody's attention. Cancerian's attention, yes, but everybody's attention, no, normally not unless it's a new moon or a full moon, right? But this is gonna form for a moment in the sky for a couple of hours um, it, today, if you're watching this on Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, this is covering March 30th to April 5th. But I said that in the thumbnail and down below in the title. So um, if, in case you guys were confused, it's March 30th through April 5th. So here we are on March 30th. Today is a big day because of Pluto interacting with the moon. Opposition between Pluto and the moon is always emotional. So there'll, there'll be some major emotional impact today. And it's also square the nodes, which in some ways is like the moon interacting directly with Pluto 
there's just almost kind of be like a psychic wave that makes you feel what's about to come or kind of what I wrote down here an emotional day about the direction of your own life or who you are versus who you are becoming so there'll be some sort of episode or indication of that could be even a global breakthrough because it's impacting Pluto because Pluto is involved and so are the nodes the sense of that twist or that turn of which direction we're going and there being at least a psychic or emotional indicator or understanding I honestly can't wait till Leo gets directly in opposition to Pluto and I really hope that it's still in uh, square to those nodes it I don't think it will be though because the nodes are about to head into Aries and Libra so I have to check the charts but I I just know that this day might be one of the clearest days that we get to really get a preview of what is to come and the changes that are coming in that little little moment of time when the moon is creating that grand square in the sky so just be particularly conscious of those sort of psychic messages or intuitive understandings or emotions that run through you that day because there is a shift and there is a change happening I can guarantee it so we also have Uranus conjunct Venus most of this week it goes to about um, it goes it's 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 perfect today or Thursday March 30th it's in perfect conjunction and by Monday it will still be in they'll still be in conjunction with each other by Tuesday it'll start to move on a little bit so only toward the very end of the week does the conjunction start to break up between the two of them and that is going to impact everybody just because there's kind of like weirdness and love in the air and surprises when it comes to financial breakthroughs maybe difficulties strange things that you wouldn't expect because Uranus loves to surprise you but Venus is always consistent in in what she focuses on so she's all about looks and luxury and sumptuousness and sensuality and she's all about um, she's all about money she's all about value she's all about attraction so it's those things that are gonna shock you or surprise you and it could definitely have an impact on your social life could have an impact on just who we're attracted to it could have an impact if you're in a relationship just expect a little bit of weirdness around finances and um, sensuality um, through Monday Tuesday of this coming week just just an FYI and for those of you that it's going to impact directly I'll get to that when I get into the deckhands okay I'm headed there don't you worry um, so let's talk about what really impacts Aries specifically what I always like to look at is where is your ruling dignitary uh, where is it what house is it in not what house is it in what was what zodiac sign is it in and how is it is going to impact you guys because of that so Mars is in cancer and I'll tell you this right now Mars in cancer is extremely passive-aggressive it doesn't get things done directly it always kind of circumnavigates stuff and tries to push it it's almost like let's put it this way it's almost like driving a boat not like driving a car right because if you put the brakes on a boat it keeps moving forward you have to be more passive aggressive with a boat and know how to 
push the water wonder that's how you have that's how you make a boat work you push the water around it so that it runs and that's how mars moves or creates momentum in cancer it kind of pushes other things to be in and around about where it needs to be to push forward what it is trying to act upon but it's not direct so it's very frustrating and so honestly there could be a lot of frustration for you guys for the next couple of weeks because mars and cancer is nothing but frustrating so so just be aware of that it's and it's it's not going to impact people around you unless they're aries to, as well you know it's going to impact you if you are feeling why am i so watery you know why am i so emotional why am i so wishy-washy why are i as direct as i usually am because Mars is in Cancer, and that's how it's impacting you. And that's just <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. It's just not the best position for Mars. Let's just let's just put it that way. Um, what else is acting upon Mars? Mars this week is going to move from two degrees Cancer to five degrees Cancer. See, it's not going to last that long. He moves pretty quickly there. Um, he was in Gem Mars was in Gemini forever because of a a major retrograde that Mars had that's not happening in cancer so it'll move at its normal pace um, so Mars is going to move between zero and I'm sorry two and five degrees cancer um, which means it is going to be interacting and directly square to those Aries who are born in the beginning of Aries season so basically y'all March Aries Mars is going to be directly square to your sun. What does that mean? It means watch out for your impetuousness, impulsiveness, and pop-offishness because any square to Mars is going to, you know, cause you to be more punchy. It's great energy. It's great energy to have if you can focus it and you can control it. But considering it's already frustrating energy that's hard for you to understand because it's Mars and Cancer, it might make that a little bit more difficult. So just be a big old FYI for you guys especially. But for all of you, it is going to actually kind of Mars is in a peaceful position, I gotta say. It is trying to Saturn and trying to the South Node, which gives us a really kind of blessed energy of self-acceptance about what I, where I've come from, what I'm capable of doing, and how I can use it. It's a sense of resourcefulness and confidence in your competence. And so I really like this positioning. It's also sextile to the North Node, because whatever is trying to the South Node is gonna be sextile to the North Node and vice versa. So Mars is sextile to the North Node, which means the challenges of the future are actually opening up opportunities and feeling and looking forward to how you can apply yourself toward the future. So that's actually really, really awesome. And then we have a sextile to Mercury on Monday, 4-3, um, 4-3, so April 3rd on Monday. Um, which is actually pretty cool. It's going to be a loose sextile before then, but it's it's by then on that day it's a perfect it's a it's a it's a tight sextile to mercury mercury moves pretty quickly too so it doesn't last long but it's on that day that mars will actually be have a lot of intellect you know be able to make intellectual moves things will be very clear be able to speak with confidence so on monday that should be energy that helps you out except for maybe aries one which are going to be square to this energy so it could be somebody having an opportunity at your expense fyi um and then we have a semi-square to venus or uh, venus and uranus venus con conjunct uranus basically until sunday 
So this semi-square means that there could be some rubs or agitation when it comes to your romance and finances. It's not gonna last long and it's not gonna be that big of an impact. It could just cause a little bit increased frustration with everybody with surprises that come up around finance and your relationship. Just an FYI. So let's get into the decans, shall we? Um, Aries, decan one. We've, uh, we've already discussed one thing that you can expect this week. Um, oh, I didn't even discuss Aries. Aries, your actual home, your house. The sun is in Aries, and so it is actually conjuncting those of you who are born in the beginning of Aries now. But I gotta tell you, it's about to move. So it's actually having more impact on Decan too because it's conjunct your natal sun. And this means a great deal of courage, a great deal of, of life and purpose and a whole shitload of energy and really wanting to be seen. So that's a blessing. Um, the sun is gonna move between nine and 15 degrees Aries this week. Um, so that's basically definitely like decan two. Uh, Chiron is at 15 degrees Aries and it will not move this week. It, I mean, it's moving, but it's moving slowly. It's pretty much the same degree by the end of the week. Um, so that's also decan two. That is gonna, how it's gonna conjunct your sun. Don't worry about guys, I will get to you definitely. Jupiter is actually moving out of Decan 2 because it's moving between 18 to 20 degrees by the end of this week. And so it's moving toward Decan 3 and it's going to have more of an impact. But this is sort of a cusp week where a lot of planets are in Aries, but they're on the cusp, which I tell you about. You got to listen, right? But they're on the cusps of two different Decans. So a couple of you more you can be affected even if it's not perfectly in that decan and then we have mercury which is moving out of decan three um it is on monday the third of april that mercury is going to transit out of aries and move into taurus so that's also something else that impacts everybody not just you guys um more so it's probably going to impact tauruses right but any kind of transit we need to be aware of because now speech and communications is more practical and not so impetuous. You know, we could give a longer understanding and thought and people will take longer to think about their communications or their ideas or their decisions. It's kind of a very responsible and practical time that is most best applied when it comes to your professional life or anything that you take seriously and want to last a long time. This is a time when you really be able to think more slowly and dig down into it. So um, Mercury is going to be conjunct the suns of those of you in Decan 3, but only only through Monday. In fact, when it transits into Taurus, it will still be technically within five degrees, so conjunct of those of you born at the very last degrees of Aries, so 28, 29 degrees Aries, um, you guys will still be conjunct Mercury. A conjunction with Mercury is really nice. Sun conjunct Mercury is bright, you know, it's confident in its thought, it's articulate, it's listened to, so that's gonna give you a lot, guys, a lot of, a lot of benefits this whole week, especially those of you born at the very very end of Aries season, like the Aries Taurus cusp. So Aries one, I've already covered your trine to Mars. Um, and this is really cool energy for you because it is pugilistic and it could make you want to fight a little bit too much, but it could also Aries one 
if you face it and you face your feelings, give you a, a, a sense of focus as to, oh, this is what's really important to me. This is what really matters to me. You also have a sextile. Your natal sun will be in a natural sextile to Pluto. Not natural. A sextile to Pluto. And it will be there for quite some time because Pluto moves real slow. So especially those of you who were born in the very beginning of Aries season, sort of the Aries, Pisces Aries cusp, those of you all year you will be sextile to pluto and that is a blessing you if you want to be you want to be on pluto's good side and a sextile to pluto is very good because it means you're going to get things done and you're going to be able to just not care about anything else and obsessively focus and get shit done and and um, use that energy of Pluto to really dig down and ensure that you have authority over your own situation and you're making decisions for your own life. This is a really fortunate position to be in for you guys. All right, Aries 2, you have a lot going on, right? Your natal sun is conjunct Chiron and conjunct Jupiter until Monday. Jupiter is pulling away from Chiron, so it's less of a, hey, my growing pains are getting worse and more of a, okay, what do I do now? Now that I've experienced those growing pains, what do they mean? And it's sort of settling into your new body. So I kind of like that energy for you right now. Um, if you're born at the very, very, very end of the second decan, your, your sun will still be conjunct Jupiter. And it'll be conjunct Jupiter for a couple of more days as it enters um, into the third decan of Aries. Um, and sun conjunct Jupiter is just amazing. In other words, at this point, um, Chiron is still impacting one group of you, but Jupiter is able to sort of, they're sort of able to impact you in different ways instead of a co-joined energy now. So Chiron conjunct your natal sun, and that's for people in and around 15 degrees Aries. It's actually you being able to be inspired by and deal with and understand why you had to go through what you went through and figure out a life purpose or a life purpose you you have being motivated to use those lessons as part of your life purpose. And you guys have been going through that for a while now. So it could be very life changing. And then for those of you whose natal suns are going to be conjunct to Jupiter, and that's, like I said, let me, birthdays, I don't know, April 8th, maybe, to the, to the 11th, you guys especially, your natal suns are going to be conjuncting Jupiter, and that is beautiful. I mean, you kind of, sometimes you can be full of yourself when, when your natal sun is conjunct Jupiter. So you can be really, really confident. In other words, you'll have a lot of self-esteem and a lot of optimism and a lot of charisma and a lot of luck. But also, you could, you could be coming across as thinking too much of yourself and your head gets too big and you think things are better than they are. So it is good when you're conjunct, when your son is conjunct Jupiter to kind of fact check and see, did I really do as good as I thought I did? Am I really doing as good as I, like, let me, let me just, let me just check. Let me just double check. Um, but just an FYI, because it is a really fun and exciting energy. Uh, now, Decan 3 is those of you who are born toward the end of uh, Aries season. 
Mercury is going to basically conjunct all of you by the end of its path into Taurus because it's like it's basically at 23 degrees through 29 degrees so almost it's going to cross over all of the third decan all of you at some point this week um, will will get Mercury conjunct your natal sun and you'll have a couple of days to just have that sort of mental clarity and consciousness and understanding of your own thoughts and being able to articulate them very well um throughout the week you can kind of count it like this week goes from thursday through wednesday so it's like those of you who are born in the beginning of the third decan say <sighs> this is kind of guesswork i gotta tell you but um or it's estimation work um because the dates are never fully aligned with the degrees um I guess those of you that are that are born between uh, this is it's kind of too much guesswork I think maybe like the the 11th 12th the 11th and 12th 13th will be like Thursday Friday and then 13th 14th 15th Friday into Saturday and then Saturday into Sunday is 15th 16th 17th and then you know a Sunday into Monday is 17th 18th you know like something around there uh, something in and around about that um, where you'll get those days of mental clarity and um, um, verbal acuity let's put it that way um, and then that's uh let's see very end very very end those of you born at the very very end of Aries so those of you born I guess in and around the 18th 19th 20th of April um your natal sun is going to be sextile to Saturn um, but you have to be very very close to the end of Aries for that to be um but because Saturn is at the very very beginning of Pisces so your natal suns are technically in a sextile to Saturn which is also a really nice position to be in it does also mean that um um, your natal suns therefore would be square to Pluto which is not a good thing to do <laughs> like square to Pluto is going to last a while and it's going to mean that there could be a lot of obstructions that come in your way or a lot of challenges that come in your way that you really can't do anything about you kind of just have to sort of learn patience from the situation or that there's a sense of stubbornness about you that will make other people butt heads with you so that could actually go on for this entire year to be totally frank with you um but your sextile to saturn will at least offer you career opportunities and maybe it's that stubbornness coming from that square with pluto that is actually helping you to push forward and take these opportunities in your career it's all how you use the energy right all right I love you guys so much and I hope that you got some sort of insight from this video. Please head on over to Born Without Boundaries Tarot to check out your week ahead tarot card reading. I love you guys and I will see you in the videos. Oh, subscribe. Yes, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already and ring that notification bell so that you know when I go live, live tarot chats, I'm sorry, live astrology chats happen over here during the week so you can uh, join in those chats if you subscribe. Okay guys, I'll see you next week.